This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Josh, it seems like there are a few plays every game where it just kind of involves in it or kind of falls apart in slow motion. And there was a play with Cam Smith that it kind of seemed like everything just kind of fell apart for a minute. Yeah, dude, he the double move. I mean, he basically got his soul taken out like it left his body and he just he bit so hard on that double move. He gave up a big play, but I'd rather what was it? Baptized by fire. What was it? Killed by fire or something like that. I tried to say. Whatever it is. I'm, yeah. <laughs> you remember what I said? Yeah. Um, either way, it was nice that it happened in preseason. Get that out of your system now because those things can't be happening in the game. But uh, the quarterback knew what he was doing there and he bit so hard in that camp Smith did. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're a young kid, right? The stove, your parents tell you, don't touch the stove. The stove's hot. And you're wondering what the hell does hot mean? I got to figure I'm going to touch that stove. That to that. And Cam Smith definitely touched that stove. The Dolphins cornerback room, Josh, gave up one touchdown against the Jags. It was that one. It was one of those things, though, where it was a quick and, and painless depth where it, you're like, okay, you see the mistake, fix it, it's over type of thing. It's not like something where he had a shot, then he missed it, and then he had a penalty, and then he still got mossed over or something like that. I'm not too concerned about it, like you said. Uh baptized by fire i think he's on his first step there yeah and another guy that needs to get baptized by fire is no igbenogany right i mean every podcast we sit here and we i, I don't know it kind of seems like we teeter we sit here and we talk about how bad iggy is and then the next week we're talking about how he could be starting opposite of Xavier and howard when the season starts right i mean so um he looked pretty bad in this one gave up some plays that was a hell of a catch by Calvin Ridley on the sideline that I didn't even think, you know, they challenged him. Like, there's no way he got both feet in there. I'm, I'm so glad I drafted him in a fantasy league that earlier that day. But, um, yeah, Igbenogany, man, I, I don't know. I was hoping he'd pull it all together. We we hope for it every year, right? I mean, I'd be so happy if people dug up old tweets where we said Igbenogany stinks or, you know, made a joke about it because – that just means that we have another really good cornerback, but I just don't know if he's going to be able to put it all together. I do think he's still in the roster, though, right? He'll be on the 53-man roster. I don't think we have to worry about any crazy cut with Noah Benogany, but I don't know. I'm, I don't have his contract pulled up right now. Yeah, no, he's making too much guaranteed money. I think most of his contract's guaranteed. I want to say about three mil. So, yeah, he'll be on the roster. Watching he plays like that gif of the woman trying kombucha, and she doesn't know if she likes it or not, and she just kind of goes back and forth like, no, I, I think we're starting to get to the point where Iggy's had all these shots, and I think last year against Pittsburgh, that was like the start of like, if you're going to do it, man, it starts now. And we were waiting for that next step to step onto a new stone, and it just never happened. Um, he was targeted a team high five times against the Jags. He allowed three receptions. And it's so weird, Josh, because with Igbenogany, it feels like he's always involved. He's always near the play, but he's just has like a cameo role. He's the king of cameos. He just can't get that starring or lead role. Yeah. And with the cornerback unit, 
you know, all together. I mean, I think in previous pods, we felt pretty good about the depth. But now as we're starting to see, you know, with the Jalen Ramsey injury, we still don't have Nick Needham back. Um, you know, True Williams is transitioning to safety or whatever it is there. I mean, I'm starting to feel a little bit worried about this secondary, Jake. And I'm, I'm just hoping it can all come together under Vic Fangio. And um, we can see this team take off the way we all hope they do. Can you give me your your top five active Dolphins cornerbacks right now, like like list them as starters. So we'll, so I'll give you I'll 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 make it easy. Xavier Howard, number one. Yeah, Xavier Howard, Cater Kohu, um, and Cam Smith's guy being there. Is he your number, my three, number three? He he can't be my number three. That's where I don't know. Right there is where I'd be a little iffy. Right? I mean, well, who's your number so, three then? Is Noah it Benogany? <laughs> it's Eli not Apple Noah. Gotta be right. You yeah. think? Who's that? Eli Apple. Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about Eli Apple. So, yeah, so Eli Apple will be number three for sure. Then what, Cam Smith probably? Maybe Cam Nick Smith Needham if he's healthy, you hope? But uh, so your starters, though, on the boundary, probably Apple, Howard, and then and Co- or, um, Kohu inside? Yeah, that's the way I do it. At least, you know, again, if they're putting that much concern or they're, they liked, if they liked what Cater Kohu did at nickel, you know, throughout the preseason, why move him when Eli Apple can play on the outside? And it's kind of proven to be a solid cornerback, too. So, yeah, man. I guess I'm not as queasy now. I don't know why Eli Apple kind of left my mind. He's definitely that QB, QB3. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then finally, Josh, we have safeties. Who do you think it's going to be against Javon Holland? When you look at last week, or Saturday, I should say, Rowan McKinley played 39 snaps at safety, and then you had Deshaun Elliott right behind him at 38. How do you see things shaking out there? Yeah, I think um, I forget who it was. Was it Omar Kelly that was on the pod that was talking about how those safeties kind of have to be interchangeable? And I kind of feel like Javon Holland and Sean Elliott are probably closer to being interchangeable than you know what him and Verone McKinley can do. I feel like Verone McKinley is more of a you know strong safety sort of speak. So I guess I'll say Deshaun Elliott would be that guy next to him. I'd love to have Brandon Jones back there, but you know by all accounts it sounds like even he's a little bit backed up, right? I mean we don't know when he's going to get back out there. Believe he was out what for preseason? He was out for the preseason game at least, and then the joint practices. So hopefully everything's good there. So I'd say Deshaun Elliott and um, Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland. Those would be my two. We do have to mention Elijah Campbell too. I mean, I felt like it was just um, such bad luck after Omar Kelly was on here talking about how meaningful he was to the special teams. Then he got carted off or injured in that week three game. So Elijah Campbell's another name that continues to come up as a guy that could be you know battling for that safety position. Oh, I'm sorry, I was muted. Did, did we get an update on Campbell on where he stands and how long that it, he'll be out with that injury? That's a good question. I can't remember. I do think that I thought McDaniel said it, would be, it was a little bit more severe, but I could be completely wrong. Safety could be another position, man, where you really wonder, do they have enough there? I mean, a couple guys still on the roster that we didn't even mention at cornerback, Justin Bethel, Keon Cross, and you wonder if one of those guys are going to try to stick. But, man, safety I'm starting to get really concerned about because I just feel like neither Verone McKinley or Deshaun Elliott is really what you want next to Javon Holland. I, I don't think it even really fit that that role as well as you'd want. And then on top of that, man, I, I do think Vic Vangio is someone who likes to leverage three safeties. So all of a sudden you're you're another step behind. 
yeah, I mean, that's why I'm, you got to sit here and hope, right? Nick Needham gets healthy. I mean, he's not a safety, but Nick Needham and Brandon Jones. I mean, Brandon Jones comes back. Then you feel a little bit better about him, Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland. I pulled it up. Cameron Wolf reported yesterday. Uh, Mike McDaniel said safety Elijah Campbell suffered a substantial injury that will cost him time into the season a chance to return in 2023. So bad, Ugh. bad news, man. Absolute heartbreaker after we came on here and talked about it. And um, I don't know about you, man. Have you been refreshing Twitter? Do you see any new news on any Jonathan Taylor stuff or any new cuts? I am not seeing anything yet. But, man, as I digest the safety information, it, it's just – would you say that, like, it is safety thinner than, than linebacker? Would safety be thinner than inside linebacker? I mean, I guess it all depends on how they feel about Veron McKinley and, you know, Brandon Jones injury. How do you and, feel about I mean, with, with I, linebacker, we got two starters. Safety, dude, I don't even know if we got two starters. I mean, I was sitting there doing Willy Wonka heel clicks, you know, posting videos from Instagram when Brandon Jones was doing on-field drills. I thought he was close, so – yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I, I do think you might be right, man. Linebacker and safety, they could definitely be a problem as the season progresses. Vic Fangio's going to work his magic. And Steve Ross is going to have to open up that checkbook. The craziest thing, Josh, about this Dolphins team just having to do this throughout the offseason, safety and linebacker might be two of Miami's weakest positions, and they're, the, they're two of the weakest positions because the team lost a cornerback. Can you believe that? Like, Jalen Ramsey was going to be a pseudo-linebacker, He's going to be a pseudo safety and the team's top cornerback. I, I think we know how good Jalen Ramsey is, but I don't think we really appreciated how much his talent just kind of funneled into the, the, the way this team was built because man, he uh, heats up a lot of problems right now. Yeah. I mean, and again, I kind of egg on my face. I kind of felt like the depth was pretty good and the secondary was still pretty good. And I mean, I guess it is, it is still good, but another guy goes down. I mean, then we're sitting here pooping bricks and, we, we don't want to be pooping bricks. Not when this past happy league, man. We we don't want to be pooping bricks. So Jalen Ramsey, heal up, man. I mean, it almost sounds like based on the report about Elijah Campbell that Jalen Ramsey's going to be back before Elijah Campbell. God, man. It, so let, let's let's wrap up the secondary here. Can I get like a vibe check? Brandon Jones, Nick Needham. Who do you think's going to be back out of that group? I'm kind of leading uh, Jones, but at the same time, Needham's the one I see. You know, during the games. This means so much, I know, but he's the one you see on the sidelines, at least wearing his jersey. He looks involved, and he, he's tweeting every day, so I think that means he's back. Yeah, he was even posting um, you know, memes of him coming back, 40 Glock coming back. So I guess I would lean towards Nick Dino based on that, but, I mean, neither of us know the true reports on these injuries other than Mike McDaniel, and he's so bad at just coming right out and telling you how things are going, right? I mean, he beats around the bush. So I don't know, man. Hopefully it's both of them. Hopefully they're both back out there before week one because Brandon Jones in that secondary, Nick Needham in that secondary, we'd both feel a lot better about that unit if we were heading into the regular season with both those guys healthy. I don't want to put you in the spot here, but how, how many preseasons have we done together at this point? Oh, that, that four? I don't know, three, three, four. Somewhere in there. A lot. I mean, if you're talking about back to our cover 32 days or whatever, it's been like a decade I just meant podcasted, but uh, yeah, three, four, something like that. But yeah, man, definitely more than a decade. Um, had you, let me ask you this. Let's just say we just stepped into the bar. You're about halfway through your first drink. And I simply say, after the preseason, how do you feel about the 2023 Miami Dolphins? I'd say the same as I always do, Jake. I feel like they're going to, I feel like they're going to exceed expectations until we get to the regular season. And I just feel like they're going to rip my heart out and just rip it right out of my chest. So Still feel like 10 or 11 wins. I, I still got to stay stick with that, but I'm definitely feeling queasier as the season progresses. What about you? 
it seems like the closer we get to the regular season, I've gotten more queasy and it feels like people like the holes on the team are feeling a lot more obvious. Like it seems like a couple months ago, we were talking about this roster top to bottom being one of the best in the league. And all of a sudden we're kind of hitting ourselves with the, well, I actually, well, I actually, and I think it's just kind of important to keep in mind while they probably weren't as good as a roster as we were saying two months ago, the holes, the, the cap issues aren't nearly as bad as we are saying they are right now. And, and I think that's something kind of important to keep in mind. Like you look at the Buffalo bills, right? There was a, period of the off season where they all hated each other trouble in paradise but you know through the preseason it's been quiet and they're headed in the right direction and it's just so important to keep in mind man that things are going to change so much and so quickly that whatever we feel now whatever we think is going to happen in the future man we have no idea